Hi, Mama. So excited to be here with you today. Today, I'm going to dive into this idea, this fear that so many of us struggle with that I used to let rule my life, that we are going to somehow mess up our kids. Like, we're going to break them. We are going to be the worst parents. They're going to end up broken, and it's all going to be our, our fault. And I think there are a lot of reasons for this, but I really want to dig with you in today into where this lie comes from and how we can tackle it. I have a few steps for you to go through to step out of this lie and step into the truth and the freedom that God has for you. Now, before we jump in, I just want to take a moment and pause. If you have been listening here for a while, if this is your spot and you are on this journey with me, then I ask that you would just take a moment and go leave a review on Apple Podcasts, a written and a starred review. These, I cannot tell you, light me up so much. I feel so encouraged and loved, and it really means the world to me. It is really the biggest way you can thank me for all of this free content, and what it does is it just gets this podcast more seen on Apple Podcasts so that more mamas can find this hope and freedom. So just take a moment, pause this episode, go leave a review. I cannot thank you enough for that. You are amazing. And I can't wait to see you in our Facebook group, Mental Health Support Group for Faith-Led Moms. Can't wait to see you there and hear your story, see your face, all the things. All right, well, let's jump into today's episode. I'm excited. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. All right, Mama. So uh, this is a pain point that I have heard from so many moms about how they feel like they're going to mess up their kids. And, you know, I can personally relate so heavily to this. You know, when my son was first born, especially, I was constantly living in this fear, really not just when he was first born, in his first years, still off and on to this day. But especially in those first years, I was consumed with this with this fear, this constant nagging thought that I was messing up, that I wasn't being perfect. I was missing his cues. I was not loving him well enough. I was not disciplining him well enough. I wasn't teaching him enough. I wasn't doing enough crafts. I mean, the list can go on and on. And we've talked about it a little bit in here, how I really think a lot of this mindset comes from our society. You know, we are so hyper-focused on doing everything perfectly for our kids. There are endless resources to help teach you how to parent. And you should do it only in this way. And here are all the steps you should do. And you should not do any of these things. And and then there's the other side where it talks about you should do these opposite things. And, you know, it can be really confusing and overwhelming. And I think there's just this hyper focus on creating these perfect kids. Like there's this huge pressure that we have to, to form them in just this right way for them to be productive and healthy in society. 
And I just don't think that's true. You know, there is a huge responsibility that comes with being a parent, but I, I don't believe it needs to ever be perfect. I mean, we, we are not perfect. It is impossible to be perfect. And I actually think when we focus too much on our kids, it does all of us a disservice. But when I get caught up in this mentality and just trying to figure out what to do and what it looks like to be a parent, I have to go back to the Bible and I look at what does God say about about life and about this. And one of the things that God says is that my yoke is light and my burden is easy. That's from Matthew eleven thirty. So right there, it says it like we don't have to be consumed with every little detail, every moment of our child's life, because there's nothing light or easy about that. That is so much pressure. And that is not what God asks of us. You know, he trusts us with these kids. So we need to lean into understanding so that we can know what our job is. So the second thing God says is he says, don't worry about anything, but in everything with prayer and thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. That's Philippians 4, 6, and 7. So here's the second thing. We are not to worry. We don't need to worry about our kids. We don't need to worry about how they're going to do, how they're going to be, how they're going to grow up. What we need to do is pray and thank God and wait on him and trust him. And then the third thing that God says, he says, raise up a child in the way they should go. And when they're old, they will not depart from it. This is Proverbs 22, 6. So there's the third piece. We are to raise these kids up in the way they should go so that when they grow old, they're going to keep following those ways. Now, I know with that one, you I feel like you might be thinking, hmm, well, I could sneak a lot of uh, questions into that. You know, what what is the way they should go? How do I raise them in that? What does that look like? Okay, but you got to go back to the first two verses, right? His yoke is light. His burden is easy. Don't worry about anything. So we can't go to that third verse and start worrying and consuming our minds with anxiety. God, that is not from God. And so if these kids are gifts from God, then raising them is not going to depart from the ways of God. That is not what he has for us. So stemming from these verses, I have four things that I want you to remember to help fight against this lie that you're going to mess them up. That if you don't worry about every moment of their life and read every book and learn every little thing that you're going to mess them up. So number one, here's the secret. You are going to mess them up. It is a guarantee. It's the one guarantee that they have, (laughs) that you have. You're going to mess them up. It's going to happen. It's inevitable. We are humans. We have sin nature in us. Our kids have a sin nature in them. So they're not always going to be easy to work with. You know what I mean? (laughs) And it's going to happen. They are, we're going to, we're going to screw them up in some way. So I want you to hear that and not think, oh my gosh, well, I need to do everything I can to prevent it. No, it's inevitable. So it's like trying to do something that is impossible because, you know, it is unattainable. And so if we are constantly striving for something that is unattainable, we're going to be so exhausted, so defeated, joyless. I, I can't imagine any of the fruits of the Spirit would be present there. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness. If we are are working towards this impossible thing, we're just gonna wanna hide in a pit. And you know, I kind of knew this even when I was struggling with it because you know I'm I was 
training as a therapist and I know perfection is not possible and I know, you know, raising kids is hard. So I I knew about this idea that it was impossible, but I didn't really learn to accept it until I heard my pastors talking about it. And they were referencing the Enneagram and they were talking about their kids and how they can't really, you know, uh, type them in the Enneagram because they said we aren't done wounding them. Wow. They aren't done wounding them. That that was so freeing to me. Like, you know, I look up so much to my pastors. They are my leaders. They are like such a big part of my life and, and how I grow and where I walk. I, I trust their guidance. I believe God placed their leadership in my life. And so when I heard that, you know, I, I look up to them as these amazing parents and their kids are so incredible. And I just think if they are recognizing that they're wounding their kids, why can't I do that? Like, they're just owning it and they have so much peace about it and there's no struggling or strife or anxiety. They just, they just own it. And from that moment when I heard that, I just, I just embraced the freedom that was waiting for me, honestly, because it's right there waiting for you, the truth that you are going to mess them up, that it, it's just part of it. And when we just embrace that, it's, it's, it really is so freeing. So I just invite you into that freedom. Come join. Like, it's okay. You've already messed up. So you've already messed them up. You've already broken perfection. And there's more of that coming. And you know what? Here's the second part of it. Our mistakes, when we when we do mess up, those are actually amazing opportunities. One so that our kids can see the power of God and see the need for God, we can demonstrate to them how we need the grace of God. And, you know, the ways that we wound them and they carry that, they're going to they're gonna have that in their lives and they're going to understand how much they need a Savior, how much they need God to heal them and to do work in them. They have to lean on God. And so these mistakes actually create this beautiful picture of God's grace and create room for that. Along with that, when there is a uh, a rupture in our relationship, when there is something hard that that comes into it, where we mess up, we have an argument, we yell at them, whatever it is, this rupture actually creates this opportunity for the relationship to go deeper. So when I studied to be a therapist, we would call this uh, rupture and repair. You know, it's like this this thing the therapist has with their client where if they have, you know, just kind of some conflict, a disagreement, some some tension, that actually creates this opportunity, you know, one, for them just to walk away and that's possible. But two, if they actually lean into it and they're willing, it creates more of an intimacy because when you work through conflict with someone, you draw closer to them. You now have shared experience. You have worked on a team to resolve something. And so it creates a greater intimacy and a greater connection. And so with every moment of us messing up, it creates beautiful opportunity to grow our relationship with our kids. And with that, model for them how to resolve conflict, how to press in, how not just to run away or uh, not face what happened, how to apologize, how to lean in. And so there is so much opportunity that comes with these moments where we mess up. They're actually really beautiful moments. Okay, the second thing that you might not think is related to messing up or not messing up your children is to take 
care of yourself and your marriage. So again, our culture is so hyper-focused on making sure our kids are healthy and thriving and supporting them with this and that and every bit of education and the right toys. And there's just so much if you, if you've ever gone down that bunny trail, but I actually think, you know, all of that is good. Well, most of it is good. (laughs) Um, but there is actually even more power in creating this healthy environment for our kids. And that comes from us ourselves being healthy and our marriages being healthy. Now, I want to pause and say if this does not sound like you, if you have a struggling marriage or if the reason why you're here is because you're really struggling with your own mental health and you could see how that might have wounded your kids along the way. Again, I go back to our first verses, right? He says, do not worry about anything, but in everything with prayer and supplication, let your requests be made known to God. And going back to our first point, you're going to mess up. There's going to be mistakes. There's going to be hard stuff in your kid's life that's inevitable. So I don't want you to take on this burden of shame if those things are struggling, but I want you to see like, okay, me taking time, using resources, uh, really focusing on healing yourself and your marriage, it is going to benefit your kids more than so much of that other stuff, more than them having the right toy or more than them even going to the right school, more than them having the perfect teacher, whatever things you're worrying about above that is your mental health and your, your marriage. Our ceiling is what creates the floor for our kids. So however far we progress, however far we get in healing and growth, that's going to create the ground floor for our kids. And if they are around a mom that is not healthy, that is not taking care of themselves, what are they going to learn to do? You know, they're going to be around that environment where you're not being healthy, you're not being kind, you're filled with anxiety. They pick up on that stuff as much as you try and hide it. It's going to be picked up on, and again, not to cause shame, but to say, make it a priority, focus on your mental health, focus on healing. And that's, and hopefully that's why you're here. I'm so glad you're here. And I hope these podcasts help you. We're going to build some coaching programs for you as well. And some online courses that are going to help you go a little bit deeper. But also if you need to get a therapist, please take the time, spend the money. It is worth it. It's going to help your kids. And I think our marriages too, you know, that is not always the focus of society's pressure, you know, the focus on in society right now is, you know, does he make me happy? Do I want this? You know, it's all focused on what we want, but that's not going to create a healthy marriage. And so, you know, we got to go to what God says about marriage and doing everything that we can to make our marriages strong. Again, therapy, please. Couples therapy is amazing. Invest in it. Make sure you have weekly date nights with your husband. This can be in the house. This can be outside of the house. It doesn't matter, but you need that once a week intentional time with your husband. Having a healthy marriage where you are connected, you're on the same team, you're supporting each other, you're affectionate with each other. It's one of the greatest gifts you can give your kids. And if that's not you, again, it's okay. We're going to wound our kids. But you know what? Talk about it with your kids. Talk about with that for them. You know, maybe their dad is out of the picture. Talk about it with them. Say, hey, 
you know, I want to know how this affects you. You know, I know this is this is hard for me in a lot of ways, but I know it affects you too. Tell me how you feel about it. Tell me what you think about it. You know, have those intentional conversations with your kids. Or, you know, if you argue in front of your kids, we've talked about this before, but make sure you're having a conversation with them and apologizing to them and saying, I'm sorry that I was disrespectful to your dad. You know, please forgive me. I want to be able to handle my anger better. And mommy and daddy are okay. Sometimes adults have arguments. It doesn't mean that we aren't committed to each other. It doesn't mean we don't love each other. You know, how did that make you feel? What was going on for you? Just have conversations about these things because they affect our kids way more than we realize. Okay, and then the third tip, if you are worried about messing up your kids and you are getting so lost in all of the parenting advice and all of these different things and techniques and feeling like you have to be perfect, I'm going to simplify it for you. All you need to do is be intentional and be consistent. Now, this is with your time, your love, your discipline, your teaching. Be intentional and be consistent. I don't think there is just one best way to raise a kid. I don't think there is one program that was just developed that's better than all of them. I think you need to figure out what works for your family and make sure you are being consistent. You know, if we're talking about discipline, you've got to help your kids know that if they're acting a certain way, if they are making choices, there's going to be consequences. You need to be firm with those. You need to be consistent with them. They know what to expect. They know that consequence is coming. They know they can't get away with it. And this actually helps kids feel safer because they need that consistency. They need that boundary. It actually helps them thrive. And make sure you're talking about it. You know, don't just send them away for a timeout, but make sure you have a conversation about what happened. Make sure they know what they did wrong. Make sure they are talking about what they can do differently. And I keep bringing this up, but just talking to your kids about all of the things, all of the hard things, all the things that you think might be uh, you're getting away with and they're not noticing, all the things they might be experiencing at school you know, whatever their age. I mean, I even have these conversations with my two-year-old. Obviously, it's going to look a little bit different, but you can talk to your kids no matter their age. Create that safe space for them to feel like they can connect to you, that they can come to you with things. And make sure you are being consistent and intentional with time together, whether this is if they're little, having that playtime regularly, or maybe for an older kid that you're going out and doing sports together or watching a movie or going on a walk, whatever it is, scheduling in weekly time to be with them, to be pouring in your love and your time with them. And I I highly recommend scheduling this because it means it's in the books. It means it's going to happen. You know, there are so many times we, you know, have these hopes and dreams about running our family a certain way or doing certain things. And then we, we never schedule it. We never plan it. And so it doesn't happen. So make sure you're being intentional to schedule it. And, you know, maybe if it is playtime with a little one, scheduling it daily. Where can we get 10 minutes to play one-on-one, 15 minutes to play one-on-one, whatever it is that you can do to make that as consistent as possible. And if this sounds overwhelming and you're starting to go down that trail of, well, this is so much to do and there's all of these things that I want to do and I feel like I'm failing and I feel like I'm not enough to do all of this, please go listen to episode 24. 
It's all about not feeling like enough as a mom. And there's some strategies in there to kind of look through your thoughts and look through what it is you need to be doing and kind of break down how you can grow in some areas and how you can let some of those unrealistic thoughts and hopes go and stop comparing yourself and getting caught in uh, the joylessness and the overwhelm of comparison. All right, and my last and final tip that is the most important above all of them is point your kids to Jesus. You guys know how much I believe in the power of Jesus, the goodness of Jesus. Jesus is going to love your kids more than you ever could. And Jesus is going to guide them more than you ever could. And he will be there with them as they grow up, as they get old. And if you can just introduce them to Jesus and help them understand how much God loves them, how much God wants to be involved in their life, if you can give this to them to carry with them for the rest of their lives, it's almost like nothing else matters. I mean, that's not completely true. You know, we still want to strive to do parenting with excellence, just as God calls us to do everything with excellence. But they're going to get hurt. We're going to mess up. They're going to face things in their life that is really difficult. And so the biggest gift that we can give them is to have Jesus to have him there for them through the hard stuff, through the scary stuff to lead and guide them and just to always be there for them. And I do want to take a moment. If you don't know Jesus, maybe you're here and you just started listening because you want some mental health help and you have never met Jesus. Please go listen to my episode. There's a whole episode all about who Jesus is, who he wants to be in your life. And spoiler alert, he loves you so much exactly where you are. And he really wants to be a voice of reason in your life and to guide you and take away all of this anxiety and fear. And all you have to do to receive all of that is just to say yes to him. So I am praying that God will speak to you. And I I hope you can use this, Mama, and walk in the freedom that God has given us. We aren't meant to be overly burdened by raising our kids. It's meant to be filled with joy, hard stuff, struggle, but filled with joy and goodness and not overwhelming. His yoke is light. His burden is easy. And I believe this is how it is meant to be as a mom. So I hope you take some of these things and step into the freedom that has already been given to you. Love you, mama. If you found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you.